according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, you hypocrites, do, do not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water. And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who Satan bound for 18 years, be set free from his bondage on the Sabbath day? When he said this, all his opponents were put to shame and the entire crowd was rejoicing with all the wonderful things he was doing. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. I bring you greetings on behalf of the Metropolitan Chicago Senate. I bring you greetings from your siblings in Cook County, Kane County, DuPage County, and Lake County. I bring you greetings on behalf of the 170 congregations and 70,000 baptized Lutherans who worship and pray with you on this day. Before I begin, I'd like to take just a, a little um, opportunity for a, a large person. I understand that Pastor Swanson, Reverend Swanson, is, is, is watching us remotely, and I just want to uh, let him know that we love him and we pray, we are praying with him and for him. And it's great to know that, that things are, are still moving forward. Amen? Amen. Amen. One month, while waiting for the red line southbound train at the Jackson Rail Station in downtown Chicago, I ran into a former mentee of mine from my days as a mental health professional in the late 1990s. I wondered if he would remember me as I observed him standing upright, yes, resting his back on a cement pillar as he read a book. Once we made eye contact, I could tell by the tilting of his head and the squinting of his eyes that he recognized me. We scurried through the maze of bodies entering and exiting the arriving train as we cupped our hands around our mouths for volume while we yelled at each other in the packed train car to over overcome the background noise. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. You remember me? Yes. You still live south? Yes. Directly across from where we were standing, I noticed an unkept, semi-conscious male in his late 50s, holding on to the silver safety bar with his right hand as he stood close to the exit door. His eyes were closed, 
his torso perpendicular to the floor as the velocity of the train caused his body to sway from side to side. Although I was impressed with his enduring grip, my nonverbal cues must have conveyed my disdain for how he was presenting himself. I said to my mentee with a smirk, Bent. Bent was a slang or colloquial word from our community that was associated with being inebriated or impaired due to a controlled substance. My mentee shook his head in disagreement. He positioned himself to get closer so he wouldn't have to yell. He said, that's Charlie. Everybody knows Charlie. Charlie is family. Look a little closer. And he pointed to Charlie's chest. After a closer examination, I noted the faded army uniform, the hospital band around his wrist, and the hospital visitor pass on his chest. There was more to Charlie than I'd realized, but my own hypocrisy and judgment clouded my vision. In today's gospel, Jesus uses familial language to rebuke temple leaders who questioned him for healing a person who had endured a bent posture for 18 years. Jesus seems to invite the synagogue leaders and all of us to wrestle with our outdated Sega Genesis Sabbath theology that appears to treat livestock better than family. The synagogue leader and some in the crowd were probably standing straight up physically but their application to scripture, hypocrisy and judgment rendered them bent. Not only did Jesus' action free this daughter, but Jesus' words and life free all of us in the crowd. As the train approached the 55th and Garfield stop, Charlie wasn't paying attention but it was clearly Charlie's stop. My mentee and others began to say, Charlie, it's your stop. Without breaking his posture or opening his eyes, Charlie murmured, thank you, family, and exited the train. The woman in the synagogue and the Charlies of the world remind us, the church, of our mission our mission field, and that we are all family. As a matter of fact, we're all a little bent, but it is Christ that frees us. Amen. Amen.